to Atlanta, jacking hammers and bows, back to the Mackin and jacking the clothes, adolescents packing the oh, You're really gonna do this today, I'm gonna work with you, with you long enough. I know what you're talking about. Going ATL, huh? It's alright. It's alright. 40 years. Law averages, damn it. It's about time. About time they slayed the dragon to get over. Now we can maybe grow a real true rival. Both teams got to win to have a true rival. Anyway, all right, back here on the sports grind, 1-800-707-9760. All right, this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Go to your local liquor store. Make sure you try out their ready, pre-made, ready alcoholic drinks. They come in all different flavors as well, too. Margarita, bourbon, they have all different flavors. Or you can just stick to the mix and add your favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right. So here we go. All right, man. So real quick before we get to the Dallas Cowboy phone calls on the on the Bill O'Brien. All right, hard. Look, I get what you're saying about the passing attempts and that many passing. But let me tell you something, because to me, the one I felt most irritated with was with the offensive coordinator was the semifinal game against Ohio State, the Zeke Elliott, Ohio State game. That right there, and I think if I'm not mistaken, it was Sart just came on. Somebody, I that game plan, it was that's one of those. It's like, man, this guy here, that was last night. And this is the thing, following I look at if it was that many passes, you tell me because I didn't even realize that or thinking about that. That had to be the approach of the game plan because there is no way because I've seen him do it before, either at halftime or the course of the game. If, 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 um, you know. Nick Saban was really feel like, damn it, what balance do we got? We're throwing it all over. He would have called up to Bill O'Brien and went at time like, yo, run the ball. He's done it before. I think personally they waved the white flag and say, look, we're not running against them. It's just one of the things. We, 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 we're going to live and die by our Heisman Trophy. I understand that normally, I mean, you, you, the one thing I give you credit for, Hard, you're pretty consistent with your takes on whether the sports, what sport it is, and it's the same thing you felt about Dak Prescott after the Tampa game, week one. Same thing you can't the past. So I I I'm not pushing you back because that take is bogus. I'm just saying, like, you know what? We can sit there and say maybe it was a bad game plan. But I think the game plan was to go in there and say, we're gonna ride or die with our Heisman trophy on because honestly, we ain't running against this team. Yeah, that's just the reality of well, it. But, uh, and, you know. and I can look at it that way too, but you sit here and you look at what 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 exactly was he doing? He was six, they were they were averaging six point five yards a pass. My man Robinson was running the ball. He had a good rhythm going. They could. You, when was the last time? Did you see a screen yesterday? Did you see a screen pass yesterday? There was no. one, and well, you know he what? Was was, there was one, and they showed a top when Bill O'Brien got pissed because they missed it. It was in the first quarter. They would have scored on that. It was wide open, and Tua, uh, not Tua, uh, Young just didn't make an accurate throw, or he was rushed. But the guy, they had the right call because he would have walked. He was through. rushed. That he was, was the only one. That was the only one. Yep. Okay. You're crazy. Yeah. That's the only and, one. And we're, didn't see another. Didn't see another one. True. Because what? What do you do to slow down a blitz? What do you do to slow down a blitz? You and I. I mean, yeah. They they forgot more football than you and I will ever know. But how do you slow down a blitz? You start yeah. running a draw. You start running screens. Because, like I just said, my man had 43 yards of negative plays. He was getting sacked. He was getting hit in the face every single play. 
and you did nothing to protect them. Nobody was standing to help them. There were so many things. If you're going to be throwing the ball, and this is classic Bill O'Brien for me, and maybe that's what it is for me because I know what he has done. Yeah, he won games in Houston, but if you go back and look, he should have lost a lot of games when he was coaching in Houston. Well, you know, yeah, and and he's like you said, he's interviewing a job. But like you, Hart, I'll stay consistent, and I'll be consistent the same thing I preach here. Just because, honestly, as you see the uh, the show Thick and Thin, that's why I actually wore the the GOAT, the greatest of all time, here on my shirt. Because I was like, I'm still going to pay homage to the GOAT and Bill, uh, Nick Saban. But like I always preach and stand consistent, I would say, okay, you made you sold your case to the jury. But I'm going to sit there and not just throw Bill LeBron a bus. I've got to put some of that blame to Alabama, I mean, to Nick Saban. Because you allowed it. Because that, that and that's the thing. And it goes back yep. to my consistency where just because in pot we trust, and pop one a gut don't mean you ain't above a criticism or you bat a thousand. Okay? Stay consistent. So y'all can't say, oh, well, you say so, that about Nick. So I would pop, say that. Speaking of pop, yeah. Well, what about after the end of the game? If that was pop and he did what Nick Saban did, what would you have said? I'm just curious to that. So you were talking Nick about Saban to the players? Said, These guys. Yeah, yeah. Cause if you would have what was your response would have been, Cal? Would have still lost. But you already said this was the greatest coaching job for Nick. Right. So I guess that was my question. I, it's like, yeah. so for Nick, he got this just as many skins too. You know what I'm saying? So I would say, look, because you came in here with a point to prove about how many times they passed, because I didn't hear anybody question that. I mean, and I, I yeah. saw the game just like you do, but yeah. now that you said I was yeah, yeah. that's. But I think it's that it's unfair to put it all on Bill O'Brien because I've seen Nick enough to know to cut it, like to go to a sideline and say, hey, look, man, run the ball. Yeah. Even though he's, I've seen him to his coordinator, so he deserves some blame. But the question, how would I feel about Pop? I mean, it would be one of those that, like, okay. I mean, I guess. I mean, because honestly, Nick went over a little bit overboard too, and I think it has to do with he's changing and he's been a hard ass, especially losing some of these games, these national championship games, because he did went a little bit overboard yeah. bringing up, hey. They beat this team in the SEC championship game. It's nothing you can take away from them. Even though I can sit there and say, okay, Nick, right. that's fine. But at the end of the day, you lost tonight. I mean, I know you're trying to pick up. So, hey, yeah. I'd be fair, even though I yeah. got a lot of respect for Nick, but I feel you. All right, man, let's transition back to this Cowboy talk. We got some few people on hold. That they're kind of trying to answer my question. Jonas got a poll up on Twitter about is this a disappointment if they're one and done, if they would happen to lose to the 49ers this weekend. And let's go to the phones. Let's go to James. James, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone. What's up, James? James. Hey, just, uh, you, you said you had a couple James. Is this me? Yeah, you're on, yeah, James one. You're on line one, man. What's up, man? All right, cool, man. Hey, I want to tell you, long-time listener, uh, I miss me some Rudy J, but I love me some Harge. So I, nice. I just want to let you all know you guys are doing a great job out there. Appreciate it. Uh, in terms of uh, one and done, I'll tell you, I'm happy as hell as a Cowboy fan this year seeing what they're doing out there. I I hate that we got the 49ers. <laughs> hmm. You know, I'd have rather seen I'd have rather seen the Rams or the Cardinals. But uh, I, I expect us to take that down, and when I'm thinking one and done, I'm thinking we can get past the Bucks also if we get past this first round. So just want to tell you all that, and then uh, I'll close it out just with uh, birds up and a God bless. Hey, James, real quick for you, hang up, man. Are you So if they lose this weekend, is the season a disappointment to you? Are you disappointed? I won't, I won't call it a disappointment. Okay. I'll uh, – I'll say that I'm happy that they've, uh, I feel like they've turned a, a corner on it, you know. Hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I, I've 
like I say, I, I really would have rather seen the Rams or the Cardinals. I, I really didn't want to see the 49ers at this point. They're seeming pretty strong right now coming yeah. in. I, I hear you. All right, that's your opinion. Thanks for the phone call, James. The kind of words, let's keep it going. Now let's go to uh, Cowboy James. Cowboy James, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How y'all doing? All right, bro. What's up? All right. Hey, uh, okay. As far as I'm concerned, uh, as far as you had mentioned, a grade, a grade that I'd give them right now at this point would be a B. And, you know, Dak Prescott, you know, the only thing I got to say about that is accuracy. And as far as uh, it being a disappointment if one and done, yeah, it's definitely a disappointment if one and done. Like I've been telling you for the past three, four years, Cal, get me at least to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, you have to If you lose that game to Tampa Bay or Green Bay, I ain't going to be mad. But at least get me to the championship game, cause that what that's gonna do. That's gonna make me train harder uh, in the off season the next year. Uh, ask Aaron Rodgers how many times has he been to the game and didn't get to the dance. And you know it's just gonna make me more more ready to go for the following year, so that I can get to the dance. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, Cowboy James, thanks for the phone call. And, yeah, I can co-sign and vouch for that, that James, I've remembered some of his phone calls. He has said, hey, man, I just want to play in an NFC Championship game. Uh, I I can see that. I mean, but that's why I knew it was going to be a mix of bags. Majority is going to sit there and say it is a disappointment uh, because of the hype they get every year. Like, hey, this Cowboy team's different, yada, yada. I just wanted to put out there because I just don't – I mean, we're going to play Monday Monday quarterback regardless. I just don't – I wanted to put it out there just so it's people can know, like, hey, man, is the how do you feel about this? Because this is a good – the desert is t- – this is a 50-50 ball game. Unless porn star Jimmy just comes out there and just just basically just throws up on himself. But he got a bag on the line. Jimmy got a bag. He know he ain't going right. to be at 49ers. He ain't going to be with San Fran because the other kid got to go. He's got to go with all those picks. But Jimmy knows he's auditioning for a lot of other teams. Okay. I probably don't want Jimmy, even though I like Jimmy, but I he don't give me that security. Not what I've been through in the last six years. I need that without a dunk security. And Jimmy don't, I don't know about that, you know, <laughs> so I don't want him. But he's going to be out there. If he goes and makes a run, trust me, Jimmy, no, he's playing with a bum hand. But I just feel like, look, Dallas is supposed to win this game. But I'm just telling you, man, because first of all, keep in mind, I'll tell you right now where they got the advantage in, speaking of the 49ers. We fail to forget the nucleus and the core is still here from playing in the damn Super Bowl just two years ago. The only reason why they didn't make the playoffs last year because they got hit bad with injuries. And it was one of those non-COVID years they got hit with injuries. Bosa out for the season. This is a team that's going to have – that's been here more than this nucleus has. Okay? I think they got the coaching edge and Kyle Shanahan and the coordinator. But the talent-wise in regards to the skill positions of Dallas – on the off, but I'll say this: This is the only thing I will repeat from today to Friday. This team is only going as far as Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb and 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 and, and uh, you know my man Mari um, Mari Cooper, Cooper. The rest of them go. They've got to set the tone, man. This defense, I love Michael Parsons. Got the defensive player of the year and the rookie defensive player locked up, but he it's it's still not that defense to where you got. You think he gonna get it over? T- you think he gonna get it over T.J. Watt? Ooh, 
good one, Harge. I didn't even, you know, the crazy thing about it, I didn't even know TJ had that many sacks on the season until we got to Sunday. I was like, damn, <laughs> TJ's knocking on uh, straight, straight hand. <laughs> so, ooh, yeah. that's a hot question there, man. Um, yeah, I want to see history. There's I mean, only I like been what, a few. I like what he did, you know. I, I give it a job, yeah. but I want to see yeah, history. I, I want to see a guy win the rookie defensive player of the year and the defensive player. I would sit there. Damn, that's a good one, Harge. What do you think? I mean, you throw me a curveball on I mean, that one. I can't. I mean, that's I, I, a tough yeah, one. Yeah. That's why I'm sitting in this chair because you got a curveball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that couldn't hit the curveball. Me neither, man. Don't worry about it. Me neither, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here looking at it. You got to kind of go with TJ Watt because if you look at the numbers, he's got 22 and a half sacks. He tied the record with Strahan in a season to where people didn't, I mean, unless you were a Pittsburgh fan, you probably didn't know that he was doing it like that until that Sunday. I mean, Micah Parsons has been getting a lot of love because he's playing for the Dallas Cowboys and everybody's talking about Dallas. But think about who's second in sacks. Robert Quinn. You know who's third? Miles Garrett. You know who's fourth? Nick Bosa. You know, when you start looking at the defensive player of the year, Micah's got a lot of numbers okay. because of what he did. He had 64 solos. He had 64 okay. solos. Okay. I'm going to get 20. We don't see 22 and a half sacks every season. We don't. Right. Obviously. Right. But I'm going to give the edge to Micah Parsons because we've seen him play two different to three different damn near almost positions this year for this team. And they're in the playoffs. I'm going right. to still give it to Micah because Micah has lined up is the difference maker that as a rookie has had to play two different positions. And one he's excelled at that he never really, I mean, uh, my man Jane Franklin up at Penn State, they didn't line him up like that most of the time, even in Penn State. So this is really his first on that. Uh, that's my take on that. Sam, help me, because I, I like Sam's opinion in these, because he's he's not biased when it comes to this. What, what What's your feel on this? Because this is a tough question, because I haven't heard anybody talk about this on any platform in regards down to T.J. White. Uh, it's always, I thought it's always been a foregone conclusion it's going to be Micah Parsons, but what do you think? Sam? Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Those That's the guy that has the chance to take it away from Micah. I mean, I would have... The fact that TJ tied the record on the final week, I think, gives him recency bias in, in voters' minds. I mean, that's the, especially with Micah not playing that last week of the season as well. But, you know, when you look at the actual stats for, you know, sacks compared to opportunities and pressures compared to opportunities, and Micah Parsons is far and ahead leading the league in terms of, the amount of time he's been put in a pass-rushing position, how many of those opportunities result in either a sack or a pressure, True. and he's way ahead of anybody else in the league. So yeah. if you, But again, I'm not one to extrapolate out those stats saying, well, if Parsons had only been playing as a rush end all year, he would have put up more sack numbers than T.J. Watt. But I do think it's, I think it's more about the overall impact of what Micah did on that defense I, and being the guy calling plays as the middle linebacker yeah. half the time as well as being, leading the league in pressure percent, uh, percentage when he is an edge rusher. I, I agree. I, I, I'm going to put my vote uh, with Micah Parsons on this one. I, lo- I got a lot of respect for T.J., but I'm going to go with Micah just because he's a rookie. He's playing a couple of positions, and it is just what it is. I like the way you put it, the impact of it. Um, what, you, what you got real quick before we go to Fernando? What you got? Jonas? If you were to fly out to Vegas tonight, you could get that plus 350 for, for Parsons, minus 400 for TJ. Wow. Aaron Donald plus eight 
uh, 800. Guess that answer, Jim. Yeah, it sure did. I, I, trust me, I, the desert knows for a reason, man. Uh, yeah, I'd still say Michael for that. I didn't know that odds, but yeah, that'd tell you he's a heavy favorite right there. Let's keep it going real quick. Let's go to Fernando. Fernando, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760, 1300 The Zone. What's up, Fernando? Yes, sir, right here. Yes, sir. What's going on? Hey, great show, guys. Thank you. Uh, I'm calling from the 956. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to throw in my two cents. Shout out. Uh, will it be a disappointment? Mm-hmm. Uh, as a Cowboy fan who saw Roger Staubach and Troy Eggman, yes. But uh, realistically, no. And why? Because Jerry Jones is really just P.T. Barnum. The Cowboys for the last 25 years have been you know, all bells and whistles. And I go back to what uh, Jimmy Johnson says. He says they run in a country club over there. Hmm. So that's why. That's my two cents. Okay. All right, Fernando. Thanks for checking in. Uh, what do you say from the nine what? Nine, nine five six, six, man. Where is that? Help me out. I'm bad with Erica. The Valley. The Valley. Okay, the down valley? the Valley down there. Okay. All right, man. The Valley. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of how I, how I look at it. I mean, wanted to get that take out here earlier because I know Monday if they do, oh, we're paying this guy this money. The win would no go oh and nothing in the playoffs. <laughs> I told you about Dak. Whatever, man. I, I mean, you know, I'm just telling you this is a tough one. They should win it, but this is <laughs> – you better get off to a good start. That's what I'm going to tell you too. You better not get off to a slow start because I told you, I think this team is way better offensively at home than they are on the road, but they better get off to a good start, man, because you don't want to play – because then that monkey gets on that back and pressure starts going. Dak starts pressing. Mike keeps looking. You know, the, you know that look McCarthy be getting – when he look every time the ref explains something to McCarthy, he acts like he's never heard that rule before. Like he just lost. Like Trust hey, what? What I tell you? What you? What you? I can't challenge what I that. Tell you. What I thought this red flag, I could just do that. Oh, okay. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Okay. You told me guy. I was consistent. Yeah. There's a reason why I look at McCarthy like that. I hear you. I hear you. Listen over to the sports pluckers with a pluckers card over there. <laughs> Today's show is being presented <laughs> by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just want to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like the Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to cover-3.com for more details. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Hard, 1-800-707-9760. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Cover 3. Cover 3 has locations here in San Antonio and Austin and the surrounding areas, and it is Tuesday hard, so what does Cover 3 got in the works? Well, you know what it is. It's Wine Wednesday. Get happy hour from 4 to 7, Monday through Friday. If you hadn't gone over there for lunch and you hadn't gone over there for dinner, just go over there and just hang out and enjoy the games. The games are going to be fired up this weekend. I'm sure that all the TVs are going to be ready. They got the sound on. And just enjoy yourself. Cover-3.com. Go to cover-3.com for more details. Cover 3, official sponsor of the sports grind. Today is Tuesday, though, right? Wednesday. It is Tuesday. No. Yeah, oh, it is yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, hard told me Wednesday. Oh, I didn't stop you right away because I had to double check. I'm like, this week. I'm like, what day is this? <laughs> yeah, but well, we get it. Man, Wednesday I was thinking about hump day. Yeah. I was thinking <laughs> about hump day. I feel you, man. I think uh, what throws everybody off, too, is that Today that is Tuesday, right? <laughs> the Sunday deal. But yeah, yeah, last night, last yeah. night kind of feels like, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been a crazy couple of evenings for sports. Yeah, it sure has. NFL um, on Saturday. Yeah, before we get back to some of the phone calls, a couple other <laughs> things that, uh, you know, that's out there regarding the uh, NFL world. Uh, we talked about the coaches, interview candidates for Request to interview. Uh, Brian Flores is going to interview uh, with the Bears. He's agreed to do that. Now, um, a couple things on this because I got I got a message from one of our listeners, Conrad Diggs, and this guy's he's always been he's he's anti Alabama quarterbacks, anti everything. He's had this thing going on with me, and he's like, "Oh, you know why Brian Flores got fired? It's because of Tua, because he went with Tua." This I'm like, "No, it's not, Conrad. Like, stop it, okay." Join your evening, but no, you're wrong about that. But with that said, there is a report out there, um, and I forgot it's my man's name from NFL Network who's put it out there. Uh, well, no, I don't even think he's NFL Network. I think he's Jeff. I've seen him on ESPN. But anyway, the name slips my mind. But there's reports out there that Brian Flores. Kevin had, Patra, NFL Network. Okay. That had, is this the same report? That had a report that he, through the course of the season, there was a shouting match. There was a, uh, Altercation, a verbal altercation between him and Tua. Um, and really also the GM, which I think that was obvious to me. So that was kind of the reason why Steve Ross, the owner of the, the Dolphins, which, by the way, I think is very hilarious because Steve Ross just came out and said, because a lot of speculate, oh, they're making ways for Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Um, and that's not, well, Ross is a former Michigan alumna. And Ross already came out and said, I'm not taking him from Michigan to bring him here. Like, he's so tied into his alma mater. Like, dude, them checks I donate right. to Michigan. No, nah, I'll find somebody in the NFL. Stay his ass in Michigan. So he stayed out there. But people thought yeah. this was the whole deal of them, the reason why. No. And it wasn't because he chose two as a quarterback. There was evidently, if this report true, there's some disconnect. But I told you that this automatically had to do with not eye-to-eye with the front office going because, again, he knew that he would be unemployed for two seconds. He's interviewing with Chicago. Um, that would be, I think that would be a good fit. I think him or Harbaugh would be a good fit for that. But that's an update on that. Um, who else do we got? We've got um, a list of other candidates that's going. I know um, the Rams OC is heating up. Um, I know Denver's requested him to go ahead and interview him. Um, also, the, the uh, who else was it? The coordinator it was, oh, it's Rams and Green Bay's coordinator. Who else? How are you saying? Yeah, and die ball too. Okay, die ball. Okay, the offensive coordinator as okay. well. Yeah. And also, before we leave the coach, from the other thing is, is that you're hearing reports that hold on, wait a minute, 
We don't know for sure about Judge. Judge might this might take a week or two where Judge might get the axe in New York. Then you're hearing about my man down in Texas in Houston that they haven't made a decide on him. And that brother got one. He waited thirty some years to get a one shot deal with with that situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. But we got guys like Zimmer yeah. and guys like Pat Shermer. I'll tell you, man. I will be hotter than the asphalt on the radio if Pat Shermer gets an offensive coordinator job with anybody. Any of the 32 teams of his ass don't have to sit out for at least a couple of years. But what this, the reports you hear from the Giants and the reports you hear now from the Texans, we don't know, that has everything to do now with who's come available. Because now it's a situation, well, you know what, they're safe. But now that you hear you got a Flores, you hear Harbaugh stinging about it, you hear about, now it makes it be like, hold on, wait a minute, you know, they're available. And it's almost the same thing as the quarterback situation. It's like everybody got a quarterback. Even those teams you think they don't, oh, wait a minute, he's really going to be on the trading block? Are we going to be that? That's the same thing to watch on that. So we'll continue to watch on the coaching carousel as well. Um, Just look ahead and like I said, we'll talk about all these breakdowns during the week, but Buffalo playoff matchup, Buffalo, New England, the story of this one early on is the weather. Okay, this is Buffalo and Pats part three, and this is going to be part two of the weather for a few weeks ago. We played that game Monday night. I'm hearing zero degrees, minus 10 or whatever, maybe with snow showers. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because I told you, even though Buffalo, this Buffalo team seems a little bit different than Jim Kelly, Dan Beebe, Don Beebe, and all them guys. You know, because I remember Marv Levy. I go way back. Damn, I'm getting old. Marv Levy used to have that NFL films. They used to have that huddle around Marv Levy and says, hey, when it's not good for us, it's worse. When it's bad for them, it's good for us. It was meaning the weather. So, but this Buffalo Bills team – they feel uh, to me. I don't know if this is a, if this is good news for Buffalo Bill because they, they haven't shown me that they're really a bad weather team. And you would think that you build and draft that way, but that's why the storyline is to that snow and that weather's the early line. This is a this is a one of those. I, I put them in the same category I said about the Rams and the Cardinals. It's hard to come out the gate in a wild card and play a team for the third time in one season to really try to trick them up or whatever. A division foe. Those are tough. Those are tough matchups to draw too, but the weather early on is a story. As a matter of fact, and that is a night game, and that is a seven fifteen kickoff. You know what, Hart? I'm glad uh, you brought time. that up before we move because I had to, I want to bring that. Yep. What is you know? This is when New England, when New England was doing their runs and Brady. I used to get pissed like, man, y'all going to schedule them at seven o'clock? That stuff's on purpose. I thought about that too. I'm like, damn, they put this as a night game. When you know the forecast, night game in the I mean, freezing, yeah, and the, and the makes no sense. And, and then you know, and the NFL knows that yeah. they got a damn Doppler radar in in in, 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 in the office <laughs> at the headquarters. They put this as Saturday night, and let me tell you, Buffalo Bills yeah. Mafia, they're gonna be liquored up. They're gonna be warm, and the ass is still gonna be there making noise. But that is brutal. But that puts a little intrigue to me on that game as well, too. And again, Thursday, speaking of that matchup, we're going to be joined. We're going to, well, actually, we're going to be interviewed with them before we went on before. But who we got Thursday, Jonas? We have Nick Firo, uh, writes for the Bills, uh, covering them for Sports Illustrated. Okay. Um, really excited to have him on and, and uh, talk Bills and Pats Park 3. We were looking back back in December. Yeah. Try to get him on, preview that, that big Monday, Monday night. night football game. Yeah. And now we get to have him around. Really excited. And then tomorrow, uh, just to let you know what's on the guest horizon, we're going to be joined by Q. You know, ours knows Q. I got a chance to meet Q when we out to Vegas, but uh, he's on 920 out in Vegas, Raiders Nation Radio, and we're going to have him on to talk yep. about the preview of this and that. Uh, Q's a good guy. I've talked the Raiders to him before, versus but, the yeah. Bengals. Yes, and again, it just makes me in hives that I've got to have. I love Q, but again, to have somebody from Raiders Nation Radio 
come on here. But as soon as as soon as as soon as Jonas, I keep it one hundred with daughter because as soon as Jonas confirmed, I'm like, hey man, let's have okay this morning. Hey Mike, cause hey, let voice know. Hey man, as soon as this thing is uh, decided on the coach. I said, we're going to do a two-part. April, when the team sales want you on here. And then what I was saying, man, I got to have Raiders come in here, the damn Raiders team. We have Mike come in and circle on. But we have the Raider Nation in there for you Raider fans. I try to be fair and spread it around. But that's kind of what the deal is. Yeah. But uh, we'll talk about that. Also, um, yeah, man, that's we'll, the coaching situation is going to be interesting with these, like, again, current coaches that are coordinators that are trying to get prepared for their, for their playoff teams, to the teams that start hiring this and jumping on. But the judge situation in New York – and uh, the Houston one is now to watch for. And you know what? Get them in the hell with you. Don't give me that. Uh, retired. Your ass got fired, man. I'm not letting that go with they. Oh, we're going to let you know. You don't deserve to be able to say you resigned or you retired. Your ass got fired, man. Right. And Daniel right. Jones, you, it's all over you. You sit there in that press conference. I heard a lot of criticism about this pick. I did Daniel Jones. Well, Daniel ain't, Danny Dimes ain't showed up quite yet. Okay. And you didn't get a retired. Your ass <laughs> got fired, man. Stop it. You know, stop it. Anyway, one eight hundred seven zero seven nine seven six. Okay, what kind of social media we got, Jonas, or who's checking in? Facebook Live or Twitter? What do you got? Well, we got all kinds of interaction coming in on social today. Uh, we, we opened up the show talking about the Spurs. Uh, Sean out there. Speaking of Primo, you know, we talked about he. Pop said that he's going to go to the G League when we start getting players back for San Antonio. He said, "Is Tim Duncan, Manu, Tony, etc. going to be starting uh, the starting five development?" Like they used to when it was DeJounte first coming in, you know, who, who the players around Primo aren't, uh, aren't, aren't all-star exactly. Hall of Famers. Who exactly. is the Tim on the current roster that says you can't play Primo nightly with the other young guys? Good tweet. We have uh, Ed Mendoza checking in uh, about uh, Trayvon Diggs. Said the thing about Trey is he's big play, not locked down. He actually jump, you know, he doesn't actually jump a lot of routes. Uh, it's just that he's more physical, and uh, when he's getting physical, he can get beat by the receivers. They create space when he's trying to make contact. Well, it sounds good, but he better be ready because when he comes in and say, "Hey, that's my bike, punk." When Devo said, my mom, mom gave me that chain, man. When Devo <laughs> comes in and get that yak off the can, we're going to see where Diggs at. Roll tide. I love a good year, but this is a different grade coming in. But go ahead. We have uh, Michael Esparza checking in again back on the Spurs conversation. Primo is the only thing, even in losses, that makes the Spurs interesting when it comes to marketing and uh, putting butts in the seats. Good tweet. Good tweet. And then uh, switching over to Facebook, uh, Claudia and Carl Polk, you know, going to the um, conversation about the, the expectation for the Cowboys. 83% people out there right now saying that it would be a disappointment uh, if they are one and done. Claudia and Carl Polk saying uh, these old heads always uh, got to reach back to the Staubach, blah, 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 blah days. Uh, <laughs> a different game now. That's that true cheesehead talking in Carl. That's what that is. That's that true Green Bay. Uh, fan and him. There you talking. go. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we have Flip. Flip checking in. Said Joe Burrow's a top five quarterback. Uh, all right, <laughs> we, we, we see. We see you. Flip. Hey, Flip. Look, man. I know you. You just like a kid walking through. You, your, your mom told you, like, look, man, don't touch anything in the store. We go first time in the department store. Yeah, it's just running crazy. Look, first time y'all been in the playoffs in a while. I got this talent. Calm down. I, I think Joe Burrow's the deal. Can we get some more tape on? Can a guy go in the third? Yeah, can he deal with some this and this? Can we get some film on how to play Jamar Chase? Props to you, man. But I understand that. But 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 hold on now before we get top five and all that kind of stuff. And then before we leave the NFL here, uh, it was on the docket. We have the question out there. Uh, there was a lot of pushback to uh, Matt LaFleur, Coach of the Year, because yeah. you've got the MVP. 
Well, what about Bruce Arians oh, campaigning? Man. He's hitting he's hitting the trail to try to get Tom Brady another MVP. Man. The thing where Bruce lost me on for people didn't hear about Bruce went had the nerve to go to the podium said it's not even close. He said it's a he said it'd be a travesty. It's not even close if Tom Brady didn't win the uh, MVP. Now you heard me talk about Aaron Rodgers. Hey, there's not too much more different than what he's doing. This, but to sit there and say it's not even close. Come on, man. You did this sound like you trying to kiss up like, hey Tom, we gotta let him go, dog. He walked out. We gotta let him go. He can't play. <laughs> man, this I didn't come here for this, Tom. Now you gotta come kiss his ass doing the prayer. Hey man, it ain't even close. It ain't close. Like, what? You listen, look at Wisconsin. Like, I know I've been hard on Aaron Rodgers, but damn, Bruce. You know, Bruce because yeah, Bruce be on yeah. that because sometimes Bruce be got the Kango working to be on that yak sometimes. Sometimes you gotta catch Bruce. Cause like, hey Bruce, you talking oh, he, like you yeah, been, he, he yeah. be on it for real. Uh, he be on it for real, man. for real. That's somebody grandpapa. Man. You know what I'm saying? That's grandpappy out there sitting man, there with the Kango. I'll be bringing them kids around exactly. here. Get them off my furniture. Exactly. Get them off my furniture. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Before yeah, we but get, I mean, I yeah, understand where he was trying to go. I know where okay. he was trying to go with the Tom Brady deal. You look at the numbers, he you went over five thousand yards, another set another record and did all this other stuff. But the one thing that I was talking to some of my boys about, it's like you do realize that Tom Brady went back in the game to go get some yards to help Gronk get a $500,000 incentive that he had Mm. in his contract. Now that right there, them some partners you need to ride with. And that's why Bruce Arians is sitting there right now going, Tom, you you the real MVP. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you know what? That's good you brought that up, Harsh, because I thought that was one of those that was like a troll at A B. Because you know, A B got on that podcast, me like, Tom was oh, like, yeah. you oh, got yeah. he got Gronk paid. Why am I playing on an incentive? I don't know, man, because you're necked an ass everywhere. Like Raiders gave you 30 million, A B. And you just want so I think that was Tom like, okay, you think, yeah, I'm gonna stay in here to my boy Gronk get his bonus, you know? Do you see the uh, the, exactly. the reports that uh, A B and his agent tried to get those uh, bonuses guaranteed? Like the week before. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. He does that crazy. All right, man. We we up against you. You have to make it quick. Don't want to leave these on hold. They've been on for a while. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 13 of the zone. What's up, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can finish up tomorrow. But yeah, I wanted to say this about the um Dallas uh Cowboy coordinator, the offensive guy. Uh he if he's making I think you understand that he's supposed to be interviewing with Jacksonville. He's making a real bad mistake if he takes that Jacksonville job. You got a bad team, a bad organization. Yeah, he got a, a good young quarterback, but Jacksonville is a very bad run organization. He needs to stay with Dallas. At least he, maybe Mike McCarthy can get kicked out the door and he can get the Dallas job, but Jacksonville is not the answer for the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. I yeah. take my All right, Mike. Yeah, that's not the only one he's interviewing. And I've already said that. He's not going anywhere. Uh, Kellen Moore would be the highest paid offensive coordinator in 2022. Jerry's keeping him in-house in case he got to keep his kick his ass out, speaking of McCarthy, so he's not doing that. We got to make this fast real quick here. Let's go to Santos. Santos, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760-1300 Zone. What's up, Santos? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Rachel, as always, happy mm-hmm. New Year's to you and your family. Hope Thank everybody's you. doing well. Thank you. I uh, just wanted to uh, comment on a, a piece that you were talking about yesterday, the Cowboys versus 49ers. You thought that was a bad matchup for us. Me, personally, I think the Cowboys versus 49ers is a great matchup for us because our defense against our offense, I think our defense, uh, the 11-on-11, is just our, our – our side of the ball is going to be more dominant than their side. Besides Debo Samuel, maybe, maybe breaking away some big runs, some getting some good yak after catch. Uh, I don't really see the – and maybe the 49ers run game, you know, stepping up that game. 
I don't really see the 49ers winning against the Cowboys and, and AT&T and Jerry World. So. All right, Santos, I appreciate that. That's your opinion. That's what I wanted to hear. Good feedback today. We got a few more days to talk about it, break it down. Uh, special thanks. That's a wrap for today, though. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Hart, Sam Spin, the one and two, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up at Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, hit the snooze button and before you're off the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.